and we're rolling. We're live on the radio of the future, and we're both robots. That's the twist yep. ending. Spooky, spooky. The Twilight Zone. We're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. just before he died. All white and pasty. No, no, I'm all right. Just what he said. Just those words. I'm all right. Went to bed. Next morning, went to wake him up. There he was, sprawled out dead. Probably to get away from you. You don't drink, do you? No. Well, that's what killed my Jack. I told him it was the devil's work, but he wouldn't listen to me. And you can see where he is now. Oh, the Check devil's all around minutes. us, mister. All yes. around us, everywhere we go. And if we don't fight him, if we don't stand up to him, we suffer eternal torment. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. I know I'm right. And I'll tell you how I know. It was on a Sunday. I was ironing, if you please. On a Sunday. Out of a clear blue sky. I was ironing, if oh, you please. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and oh, his voice, listening. like an electric shock. I was revelated. Oh, praise him, mister, and praise his good works. I think she was electrocuted. Do you read the book? <laughs> she killed him by overacting. Why, the good book. Oh, yes, all the time. Oh, you know. Green eggs and ham. Maybe a mile underground, but he hears every word. Yes, it's the truth. Perfect. Hint. You're perfect. Well? Lady, please. Or if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast, or a carcass of unclean cattle, or a carcass of unclean creeping things, and if it be hidden from him, he shall also be unclean and guilty. Lady, go away. Don't you want to be saved? No, I just want to be left alone. We're never alone, young man. Don't you know that? He's always with us, and he'll help us if we only let him. But we've got to be saved first. Here, read this. Take it. Oh, please read go it. in front of the train. called The Twilight Zone. 
I agree with every choice he made there. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, please throw her in front of the train. She <laughs> was. No, no, yes, yes, yes. She was giving a Bible quiz at like full volume right in his fucking face and like screaming, you have to believe. It's. It, yeah, that's what Jehovah's Witnesses do, man. She's got to die. She has to die at that point. They all should because of how dumb they are. Welcome to the LAW Daily Twilight Zone Review, episode 119. Episode 401, in his image, Jehovah's Witnesses are dumb. I'm Phoenix West. I was going to say, I'm Phoenix West. Oh, we're both Phoenix West. Welcome to the show. So, <laughs> he, he kills a homeless lady. I we'll assume she's homeless. What? I was going to say, Frank Links would never say that about Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, okay. I see you. Carry on this bit, yeah. Um, I... I completely agree with what this guy did, killing this lady by throwing her in front of a train after this shit. She acted like a goddamn lunatic that was basically begging. She might as well have been screaming like, it says in the Bible to throw the homeless lady in front of the train. Yes, you must do it. And he's like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll obey. Yeah, um, as a matter of fact, what she was saying there about the whole um, wash your hands bit, right? Um um, people like Christians who like to make videos on YouTube about how atheists are dumb. Um, they state that that passage right there uh, is uh, a sign. It's proof that the Bible can be scientific because before then, I guess surgeons wouldn't wash their hands after dealing with a, you know, bloody mutilated body or whatever, then touch someone else who's living. I, I don't know why, but so they figured out, you know, if we wash our hands a lot, we'll prevent the spread of diseases and colds and everything. Uh, so we'll put that in there, but like, so they're one for eight million in the book. No, but I mean, no, that's not even a win. I mean, it's common sense. You should wash your fucking hands <laughs> if, if you're touching something disgusting. Just saying. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's a robot. Uh, so until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Phoenix. So long, citizens. Can we just really leave it there? I think we're good there, right? It's good enough for me. I, yeah. This episode sucks. It's what this episode deserves. I, oh, shit, we're still going. Um, I guess we'll talk about it. It's an hour-long episode of nothing. Yeah, I just want to burn through it. Let's just get it over with. Um, I have... Do you want me to play a, a clip real quick? Well, first I want to say he... They spoiled the episode right off the bat right there in that clip you played in the opening where you hear, like, robot noises. And you're like, immediately, I didn't know what the plot of the episode was. I was like, oh, he's a robot. And then he ends up being a fucking robot. Yeah. And, geez, Louise. And he goes home and he talks to his... his what the fuck? Are you going to play a clip of him and his, his fiance? Is that what you're going to play? I, I have no idea. Um, okay. So let me just set that up. Because he goes home, and she's like, where have you been? It's almost six. 
And he's like, it's not almost six, it's 4.45. And she's like, no, it's almost six. And they show a clock, and I'm like, holy shit, it's almost six. And they argue back and forth for like 25 minutes about how it's almost six o'clock, and he lost track of time. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Who fucking cares? And then we, she reveals that, she, well, she knows his name, where he came from, what his house looks like, his, how much money he has, and then he's nice to animals. So, yes, of course she's ready to marry him after less than a week. Fucking psychopath lady. He keeps finding himself in weird situations with women who are psychos. She has like Stockholm syndrome or something. I don't know what the fuck he did to her in less than a week to get her to marry him. And they appear to be living together. I I don't understand anything about this episode. Dude, I have so many questions involving just her in general. She she wants to die. I have so many up so many uh, notes in my for this episode about. Um, Jessica has no will to survive. She, she wants to die. She just, she, oh, we'll, we'll get there. But she just follows this guy back to his hometown. It's been a while since he's been there. And I guess it's only been a week since he's been there. Whatever. And then they're in a car and he's sleeping. She's driving and he wakes, he's having like talking in his dream about some guy named fucking Walter. And she's like, who's Walter? He's like, oh, nobody. And I'm like, is this dude gay? Is Walter his lover? He's he's the way he says. Oh, nobody. Why is he hiding who Walter is? I don't. Uh, Walter, I I did not have his cock in my mouth the other day. What are you talking about? Uh, you said Walter, and then you like made some gagging noises for quite a while. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was all about. Oh, Walter. <laughs> oh, 14 inch Walter. <laughs> Can't forget that guy. I used to. Spark sparkle with him in the love alley. Because oh, he, he talks talking about how he used to sparkle girls in this alleyway, and they show the alleyway, and it looks like a place you would dump dead bodies. So fucking weird. Oh my god. She's like, oh. So they and then, yeah and then yeah I was gonna say and then it's and and then it's thirty minutes of. How many different scenes can we make expressing the same point? <laughs> yes. It's a lot of Walter goes here. This is different. Walter, or not Walter, whatever his name is. Alan goes here. It's different. Alan goes here. It's different. And I was like, yet another return to home episode and everything's different. We have to do another one. And this time it's an hour. <laughs> She wants to stop before they go and meet the gang. Do you have something to say about that? I was just going to say thank you for clearing up to me exactly what episode this pretty much was. Be for Pete. Yeah. It's, there's so many of them that are just the same. Um, she, they're going to go meet up with the gang. Walter wants to go meet up with his friends, apparently. And she's like, no, Walter, I want to go do something. She says something. I'm like, does she want to go like, get a quick one before they go meet his friends? You saw that too. She wanted yeah, some yeah. dick. Can we have a quickie first? Or what? Wow. Yeah, she wasn't. Wasn't this bitch like two scenes ago saying, "Uh, uh, uh not that we're married." It felt like it. She's like, "I want to go hang on that rape alley that used to sparkle with girls in." Show me what that's all about. You can leave my body there. It, and he knew right how he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we just walk." With the alley right there, and it's right there. Yeah. Like, 
How the hell do you know that? I, I guess he, the the builder of him, had a bunch of memories of raping and murdering women in the alleyway. I don't know. We'll find out that, that the latter of that is 100% true. Yeah. So I dubbed this episode Marital Red Flags, the episode. Because he is just nothing but warning signs. And she just speeds right the fuck through him. Yeah, right. I mean... Or is it, or is it the other, other way around? I think you smoke too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look. Oh, yep, yep. Proof right there. Sorry about that. My, my phone, I'm holding my iPad. And, yeah, I cannot read and uh, talk at the same time. Nope. It's weird. You can't smoke and talk after. It's weird. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm all lounge back, and I got like the microphone kind of just like almost up to my, like pressing against my face. So I don't do anything at all. I'm just like this. Uh, you know, if you were to close your eyes and fall asleep, you would have his dream about Walter with that microphone right in your face. Just, oh, oh, Walter. Oh. No. Uh, let me get back in the game here. <sighs> What I mentioned about her not having a will to survive is because he starts to go around town. Nothing is the way it was. And he's like, I've only been gone for two weeks. And then everything's different. His house is no longer his house. Some fucking guys live in there. For nine years. Yeah. And then, so, and I was like, she has no will to survive because <clears throat> he has been kicked out of every building he's gone into. Every single one of them. They go into a hotel to look for a phone or do it to a bar. And he's like, there's no bar here. Get the fuck out. They get kicked out of that place. He gets kicked out of the house. So his house is not his house. Some guy says he's been living there for nine years, and she doesn't go, what the fuck's going on? She goes, no, no, I'm going to go to the cemetery with this guy. Yeah, it was funny <laughs> how he said that every building that they went to wasn't the one that he was supposed to go to or whatever. Yeah. And then the one building that they went to didn't even exist. It was yeah. just a big field. <laughs> And then, yeah, he's like, "There's a big factory there. It was right there." Oh, that's what they, you know, those prefabbed, you know, take everything down brick by brick. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, this guy is suspending disbelief. One like, of those oh. buildings you 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 take down in a week and leave zero trace, and you you plant grass there in its place, and it just grows immediately. Yeah, yeah. They must have noticed I left town and went. We better follow him. Yeah. So the building's not probably on its way because I'm back now. It's just again, marital red flags. The episode she just it takes none of this in. They go to the fucking studio backlot cemetery to go look at tombstones. Yeah, and then she yeah. sits there and stares at Walter's tombstone. She's like, "Who's this guy?" And he's like, "I don't know." And then out of fucking nowhere, officer, nothing else to fucking do, walks up. And he's like, yeah. "This guy said you tried to break into his house. What's that all about?" And it's like. He rang the doorbell. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'll leave now peacefully. My bad. He didn't forcefully try to answer. The only thing he said was, this is my house. The guy went, no, it's not. And you're like, oh. Oh. Good day, sir. And the guy's like, that guy's a lunatic. 
He wasn't doing the Twilight Zone thing like, you're all crazy. This is my house. And he tries to throw around his furniture. You gotta believe me. <laughs> yeah. I have a deed. Nothing. He just left. He's like, I- I'm going to get out of here. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'll just, I'll just walk out. And he's like, okay, cool. See you around? He's like, yeah, see you around, man. Sorry. My mistake. And the guy's like, I'm going to call the fucking cops on that guy because I'm a fucking okay. narc. I think I got it right here. Hold on. Let me, let me see your is it the cop or the conversation they had? Uh, this is the, um, I think I have it on, oh, I have it as I live here. The inside. And Mildred! And Mildred! Alan, you're going to shake up the whole neighborhood. Well, I have to. She's hard of hearing. And Mildred! What do you want? I'm Alan Talbot. So? So, I happen so. to live here. Now, would you mind telling me who you are and what you're doing in my house? Crazy or something. Wait a minute. Where's that? Why wouldn't he have a house, Key? Mildred Talbot. It's Mildred's house. That's why. Let me tell you something. You you made some kind of a mistake. I live here. I've lived here for nine years. I bought this place from Gerald Butler, and I've got the deed to prove it. I don't know anybody named Mildred, and I don't know you either. Why is this guy from, like, uh, Wisconsin? I don't know her, and I don't know you either, but I'm going to tell you way too much. Then I should. I tell you, I pay thirty nine nine five for this house, and you will get the hell out of here. I have the deed to prove it. It's framed in my living room for some reason. So if anybody breaks I, in here, they own my home. Ken Battingly told me that. <laughs> yeah. I bought that house from Sunset Real Estate down the block on 227. And you will go down there, and you will find You can give him a call at 602. It just goes into so much detail. <laughs> like, Extension 142, but only call between the hours of... <laughs> <laughs> and my wife always yells at me because I have a photogenic memory and I like to repeat it back verbatim. And that is the way I am, sir. And this is my home. And you do not live here. Whoever the hell Alan Tudor is, or Talbot. Right, so why don't you Yeah, scooch on 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 down the road there. Or as they say in these parts, gon' get. Go gon' get out of here now. Gon' get. Yeah. Why is that guy so Wisconsin? Get on out of here. I bought that car from, like, I bought the, I bought this house for, I've been in here for nine years. Nine years I've been living here. It's so weird. It, it's, it doesn't seem like it's Wisconsin. But that it guy. Really Have you ever been there? They are fucking, they're extremely, almost Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's something else. Uh, I've definitely been there. Oh, of course, yeah, you grew up there. Well, nearby. Well, close it's, enough. Yeah. Sure. Um, anyway, uh, 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 the cemetery, cemetery. Looking at the tombstone for for uh, Walter, and then uh, officer pulls up, and like I mentioned, with the guy that owns the home, and they're like, hey, "This guy said you were ranting and raving at his house, at his door. You wouldn't leave." And I was like, "That's not what happened." And then I noticed the officer had his fucking tie tucked yeah. into his shirt, like in between the buttons. Few questions. Number one, why would you call the cops after he left peacefully? Number two, how the fuck do you know where he is? <laughs> Fucking twelve hours later. I, I don't know. It, they must. There's nothing in this town. Well, since buildings are shape shifting buildings, I, it'd be impossible to find anybody. Like in finding them in Inception when the, the map is folding in on itself. How the fuck do they find this guy? And this was like the, his first stop of. Why the fuck does nothing I remember jive uh, montage 
But it wasn't a montage. It was the episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Murder at Flags, the montage episode. Pretty much. <clears throat> Did you I notice when the cop is questioning him, he, he walks up to Alan, and he's like, this guy says you're... So he's doing his little spiel there about how this guy says you aren't from around here. Who's that Walter guy's grave you're at? He's standing... So Walt, Alan is face-to-face with Jessica. Officer tucks his tie into his shirt guy, walks up to Alan, and stands directly behind Jessica and talks to Walter. He is inches away, touching her. You notice that, too? I'm like, like I was what are you like, doing? That's such a weird... What a weird spot to talk to somebody. I don't get it. Like, is this she wasn't there? Like, they added her in post-production, like George Lucas style. Why the fuck? I don't understand. It was so awkward. Like, it's a big-ass cemetery. You don't have to crouch together. <laughs> like, I know, dude. It, it just... It just... Like, did... Did they suddenly become fearful of hypothermia? They could better group together, stay stay warm, for no reason. I don't understand what's happening. You know, like uh, to tonight when I recorded the the segments I did was the fifth time me watching or trying to watch this episode from beginning to end because the first two times. I got distracted, like something happened. I had to pause it and I never came back to it. The other two times, I just had to, I was either going to pass out watching it or, you know, or or I had to go do something else. So this was the first time I actually had to sit through it from beginning to end and actually, you know, take, you know, take clips or anything. And, it, it got. It didn't get. It got so much worse. <laughs> you got, I thought it might have gotten better. It's spoiled. <laughs> I know. It's like way to start off strong, Rod. Yeah, we're gonna do an hour long episode. So let's start with this. Yeah, I mean, and and there's no more. Um, um, next week on the Twilight Zone, or, or, or now Mr. Sterling, and he's like, next week. <clears throat> Nothing. No fun. No, no. They still do it, but they do it so much differently now. Instead of that, you know, instead of that, you know, break and the announcer guy, right? Yeah. It goes from his outro to him doing the next week without saying next week. And then they play like a 30 second clip of next week's episode. Oh, weird. Instead of a uh, fight mental illness, learn how. <laughs> yeah, I know. I missed that. Yeah, except for we had, that was gold. Wait, let me see. Uh, I got, I got, I have a few of them that I've kept over the, uh, over the last ones. Um, let's see. Uh, Fascinating. Now this is going to be fast. Uh, uh. There really is a devil among us. We shall know it. No, that's not it. I don't even know why I say um, it. it. Radio Free Europe needs your help to fight. No. Uh, seatbelts can reduce serious injury by <laughs> one third. Does your family have the security of seatbelts? <laughs> remove one third of your body. 
Remember, the mentally ill needs your help, not criticism. Learn how. Write Better Mental Health, Box 3000, New York 1, New York. I still don't get it. So worded so clunkily. I want to help the mentally ill. How? How do? Well, write to them and then they'll send you a how-to. Dude, we need we need to do this. <laughs> we need to send a you know a postcard to them saying, "Okay, so what do I do?" You do that. I'll call Klondike four seven four, and we'll nice. see who gets through first. Right, right. Okay, we'll, we'll race. Yeah, I, I mean, I I love calling numbers that you know, that people you know just throw out there like in a song or whatever. Like that new Joyner Lucas um, album is literally a phone number. So, of course, I had to call it and it goes right to voicemail. But it's a voicemail of Joyner Lucas. So, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> awesome. I was really hoping it was like somebody going, Not another one. Leave me alone. <laughs> um. you know? Yeah, the, the uh, God, there's so many, so many things we need to get to that don't matter. <laughs> um, my next note was so he they go from the cemetery, they drive away, and then they go to a smoky road at night. And I was like, every takes every place he takes her is increasingly more foreboding. She's just like ignoring all of it. He's like. They're driving along this creepy road at night. He gets out of the car, freaks out. He's like, yeah, get away from me. You gotta get away. He starts hearing the noises again. He's gonna murder. And then she leaves in the car. And instead of, like, going back home, like a, like a person who wants to live would do, she goes, she goes to a hotel room, I guess. And he walks off. And I was like, insane or a robot, he's still a dick. He's a total dick to her nonstop. Yeah, but I mean, that's how you're supposed to talk to them anyway. Them meaning women? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fine. He he goes to this house that he just has a calling for. I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not even gonna argue. They're not people. But he goes to this house that he has a calling to. I mean, they're trash creatures. So he goes there, and then he meets this guy. And then they start talking. Seriously, women are the worst. And they start talking about being a, a robot. And the guy built him. And then um, he starts. To, he does like this long, long Bond villain speech. Seriously, women have come to the earth. And he starts having a speech about being his creator and building this robot. And he's like, I put these implanted these memories into you, women are women scum. And he starts going into really fucking detail about how he gave him the memories about these buildings and things that aren't really there. And it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. And that's the episode. Because this really is the last one of the last scenes. And it's yeah, some great right. split screen work here. Uh, it's I mean, terrible. Uh, it's like Frankenstein's lair, like his laboratory. And like every time they had to interact almost, like the camera panned out, one guy was always facing the... Like you just seen his back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that shit. But he keeps going like, and this is the reason I did this, and that's why I did this, and this is how I did this. And I'm like, God, it's every Bond villain. It's so long. It keeps. It's not interesting. It's boring. And I put I these like, memories uh, into you. 
It's like, I know, I was there. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't a surprise. You've been pretty much hinting that he's a robot the entire fucking time. I, I'm not caught off guard. No. And then out of nowhere, they start fucking fighting. And they start throwing around the cheap set. And knocking over the, 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 the like, what are those laboratories? Those, remember those chemistry sets you could buy in the back of a magazine as a kid? I had one. Yeah. Yep. It looked like a bunch of that, like those little be- uh, beakers and like uh, little test tubes full of glowing green elixir and that sort of shit. And women are scum, and they start throwing that around the fucking room. And then they, it's like this fucking stupidest thing. And then out of nowhere, uh, fucking Alan goes home to talk to Jessica, who has to Stockholm syndrome her some more. So he showed, that's, she went home. That's what I forgot. <clears throat> but he goes to her house where we saw her previously, and he's all nice to her again. He's like, I'm oh, sorry. I went so crazy. I'm fine now, though. And you can guess what's going to happen because they cut back to the laboratory and the robot's dead. And the real Alan slash Walter took over his life. Who gives a shit until next week and in the meantime? I know, dude. It's... <laughs> <laughs> The entire episode is him. Try, it, it was almost like a, what was that one where he jumps through the? It, it, it was the episode that that you said it made you want to do this this whole entire. Oh yeah, um, right? he jumps through the window and all. Yeah, it was like that. Him trying Person to prove the unknown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, wow, did it. <sighs> I think I have a recording that says, oh, <laughs> it says, um, uh, women are <laughs> Women are uh, <laughs> It's, hello, Alan, then long explanation, meet your brothers, even more explanations, more explanation. Where is this uh, from? No, th- this is what I uh, labeled all the recordings oh, I made yeah. of <laughs> of just him meeting the doctor that made him. Yeah, he meets his maker, if you yeah. will. And, and let's see, all together combined, it lasts. Let's see. That's like six minutes of recordings. That was only six minutes. What those those four recordings? I just yeah, it was it was a uh, it was like between a minute thirty and a little bit over two minutes each one. Like let's see what's the shit. He just keeps going and going and going. Oh my god, the Energizer Bunny of expedition. It it'd be different if it was interesting and they that was the episode and they like really discussed like. Humanity versus robot and maker versus the machine. You know what I mean? Some, some sort of duality. Instead, it's just, this is what I did. This is fact. That's how I made you. Now let me extend this out over 15 minutes. And there's zero interesting stuff in there. It's like, basically, you made a robot to meat checks, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but the murdered... Uh-oh. Sorry, but but the but the murder gene 
I just couldn't get I couldn't get right. Yeah, I don't. It's, so fucking, it's the saddest thing ever. He made a robot to meet women, meet women. Does that make any sense in any level to you? Not when you make him look identical to yourself. And, and that's what you're doing. And what do you get if a robot goes off and... Fu- if you build a robot and he goes off and fucks a lady and comes back, what do you get out of that? Is he supposed to be like, what's it look like down there? Is it a mess like a picture? Are they, are they really not creature, not, not not people? Is that I don't know what he's looking for. Is he just want like kiss and tell? Do do uh, do uh, buoys really feel like bags of sand? Yeah. What, what does he want him to like paint a picture of what a vagina looks like? I don't understand what his goal is with this. It doesn't make any sense. No. And then and he's like, what about Janice? Oh yeah, I mean you know, yeah, I forget exactly how I even put it. But I was like, so in six days he was able to make this chick Janice fall in love with him that that hardcore. I don't know how the fuck Janice is, but Jessica's gonna be jealous. That's whoa, <laughs> Jack. Yes, that's what I'm saying. In in a week, he gets this world to to agree to marry him. Six days. And instead of feeling like he, he, this is how he should feel. Not as an accomplishment, as a, as a maker of the robot. He should feel really fucking pathetic because this robot has lived more in six days than this guy has in 40 some years. And that's sad. It really is. And he had to kill his own son to go take over his son's life, you know, quote unquote son, so he could go fucking marry his son's girlfriend. And that it's it's all around sad and creepy. Yeah, <clears throat> this guy should be ashamed of himself. And she is the most moldable bitch. <laughs> She's a I lump of wet clay. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Don't worry about it. I'll explain it later. <laughs> oh, oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah, it's going to sound crazy. I'm going to sound like a lunatic and I'm going to scream a bunch, but just go ahead and ignore that. It's fine. Oh, okay. We still getting married then? Like, fucking insane. She's got to be up there with the top 10 crazy Twilight Zone ladies. Uh, fucking hands God, what a fucking psycho. Uh, oh, a- any other clips you want to play from this fine episode? Um,. Yeah, I was looking. Um, it's like the ending wasn't terrible. It was just so fucking long. Like, uh, yeah, it's a middle of the road, but it should have been short. And I think we're off the bat with 401, and we're already saying that. I'm going to be saying that about every episode. Oh, I mean, except for the next episode. The next episode is great. <clears throat> Find out when we get there. Yeah, Nightmare 20, oh, whatever it's called. 35th <laughs> Grave. That's it, thank you. Um, yeah, this one is the last recording before the outro. Uh, I'm sorry to bother you, man, but uh, see, I belong to the Junior Woodchucks, and... Uh, how did he know their bit? It doesn't make any sense, does it? 
Alan? No, I mean, unless he uploaded what he learned to himself, maybe. But he was covered in debris at the end, so he didn't get to his brain. Why are you looking at me like I that? I think he has a camera in there to peep on her. I don't know. Best explanation I've so heard. Yes. <laughs> After yesterday, I didn't forget yesterday. Do you hear the terror in her voice that she just ignores? Yes. Alan, please. Yeah, I mean, we just had a rotten nightmare, that's all. Now we're awake and everything's going to be fine. Psychopath. Red flag. You try to believe that? Do you? Yes. Good. Okay. See what I mean? I'll okay. ignore so my I, intuition. If you promise to tell me about it someday. She right. sounds like she's choking down tears. Now, will you fix me a cup of coffee? I'll sure. be your servant. But, would you like something to eat? God. How about a couple of Mother Connolly's hand-fried eggs? They're guaranteed to make a new man out of it. She sounds like she's crying. Thank you. Oh, oh we done? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that was the recording before the outro. Okay, okay. Here's the uh, so poem. there's basically emotional tennis going on there in her own mind. But I mean, do you see how multiple she is? Yes. Like, good God! Listen, I'm going to tell you what to think. Okay, then. He basically stabbed her in the chest and went, no, no, it's for your own good. And she's like, well, but that really hurt. Really? It's for my own good? Like, just, <laughs> he turns her so quickly. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah. I stabbed you because I love you. You don't, you don't get it. That's, if, I, if I didn't care, then I wouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah, if you were a person and not just a woman, you would understand. That's all I'm saying. Why they're allowed to vote, I'll never know. Okay. Um, I'm outside the home. I don't get it either. But. In a way, it can be said that Walter Ryder succeeded in his life's ambition, even though the man he created was, after all, himself. There may be easier ways to self-improvement, but sometimes it happens that the shortest distance between two points is a crooked line through the twilight zone. Yep. Not not the worst outro I've ever heard Rod say. I, I actually liked it. it. It was short, it was sweet, and at least it made you think a little bit. Yeah, it was slightly poetic, yeah. so you, you could tell he did try. It and, just uh, was following and, that junk. Yeah, I mean, because I think you were like, there's no saving this, no matter what, so... Like it said that the shortest distance between the two lines is a uh, two two dis- two spots is a uh, domestic abuse abuse. It's uh, I can't even speak right now. Oh, good God, it's 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 sad. This episode's sad. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense, and it's repetitive. We've seen it before, so there's yeah. nothing here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and then you got the next one, which is the total opposite of that. And anyway, so speaking of the next one, then, like, just to give you an idea, 
it goes from that outro to to this right away. The ingredients, an American destroyer, the Pacific Ocean, and the ghostly sound of hammering from 30 fathoms below, they add up to a strange tale of the bizarre and nightmarish. Mike Kellen and Simon Oakland star in a very different kind of Twilight Zone, which we call the 30 Fathom Grave. Dun, dun, dun. Did you hear the tapping at the end? I did. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. That's going to play an important role. Uh, just like some uh, good old-fashioned ignorance on her part. <laughs> you mean just the typical brain power of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. I suppose I didn't need to say it, did I? They're not. They're just not smart. Said in the most passed out way possible. Uh, where can we find you, Frank? <laughs> there it is. In the smart part. Sorry about that. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, <laughs> you find me at com. Your or your or uh, at on uh at on um <laughs> LAWstudios.com. Ah, exhale there. Double on KZ Okay, you good. You found you found words again? Yeah. YouTube.com slash Lloyd Wonderland. LA Lloyd Wonderland at you at gmail.com. Jesus Christ. I'm reading it off and I still can't read it. Patreon.com slash Loitering Wonderland Studios. As always, thank you to our sexy, super manly Patreon subscriber, Greg Mirren. Um, also, we want to thank our our, our right uh, subscriber, the Indie Sports Car Podcast, Gregorio. <laughs> um, anyway, until next time. And in the meantime, we'll be back for the Thirty Found Grave. I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Clementine Links. Squeezy, squeezy. Oh, you added an e on the end of those. Okay. All right. Different. Well, season four got to got to come with the freshness. Oh, okay. With the freshness. Come on, get down with the freshness. Get up, come on, get down with the freshness. Frank, you fucker, get down. <laughs>